Got another Blue Moon Lounge podcast for you. This is your host, Cabman. Appreciate you listening. The Blue Moon Lounge celebrates the real music and artists from our younger days, back when it was good. I, if you if you haven't, we'd love to have you follow us on Facebook. It's uh, at Blue Moon Lounge MS. That's at Blue Moon Lounge MS on Facebook. I want to talk briefly about uh, the live rock and roll bands in their heyday, say the 70s and 80s. And bands that had loud, long jams with sweaty musicians and singers who were on the road for months at a time. They, they grinded out from city to city. They sang songs that had lyrics. And you may not have caught all of them, but you didn't really care because you just focused on the rhythm of the guitar or drum solos and just bobbed your head while they played. I'll admit it, you bobbed your head when you couldn't remember the words. It was a kind of music your parents did not approve of. We were all bad boys. We were riding on the road to hell when we played it. I think they wrote a song about it, anyway. Yeah, The Who, Boston, Grand Funk Railroad, Cheap Trick, Molly Hatchet, which was an awesome name for a band. And we learned how to play the air guitar listening to their stuff. And a lot of people saw them live. Hence the term live band. Follow along. <laughs> I got a history nugget for you. This is from the internet, so you know it's correct. Uh, July of 1973, the Watkins Glen Outdoor Summer Jam was held outside of Watkins Glen, New York. They had the Allman Brothers Band, the Grateful Dead, and the band, along with some others. Over 600,000 fans attended. That's 600,000. Many historians claim the event was the largest gathering of people in the history of the United States. Of course, being the old disc jockey, all I can think of is the line they must have had at the bathrooms. If they had them, I don't want to think about it. There's a documentary, Rush Beyond the Lighted Stage, that gives a story of a couple of geeky guys that met in high school. They both had guitars, and they formed a, a band while they are in, in school, and then uh, later years in, in Canada. Uh, they evolved in, into one of the most prolific live concert bands in history. I mean, Rush had a lot of changes. They updated the music a little bit, not updated, but they kind of changed it and adapted a little bit to what the crowd wanted. Um, they, they had to replace a drummer and got a really good drummer. Now, those type of bands gave you an experience. Uh, you know, when you go to a concert, it wasn't just the music. Uh, you know, some of the bands in the studio could, you know, they could mix, mix their tracks and background vocals and stuff like that, sounding really good. Uh, true test though is playing it live in front of a bunch of screaming, hollering teenagers. And some did it for a long time. Uh, they had changed members, they they changed styles or whatever, but they just uh, kept giving the fans what they wanted and and uh, gave some of them a feeling of just being part of something besides themselves. In the Rush documentary, there was a fan that said he had attended 110 
of their concerts. I guess he actually counted 110. Sounds a bit stalkerish to me, but hey, whatever. My personal history of live concerts uh, wasn't part of being a big crowd, decent crowds, but uh, one notable experience that I had was at Mississippi Memorial Stadium in Jackson. It's around 1973, maybe 74. Brownsville Station, Canned Heat, Savoy Brown, and a bunch of others. Uh, it was my largest outdoor concert experience. And it's definitely the longest concert I ever went to. They just they jam late into the night, they're just long, long sets. One thing that stood out though is a, a large green cloud that formed that kind of hovered over the field. <laughs> it was a, a sweet kind of a smell of burned rope. <laughs> formed a green fog that rose up over the stadium and then drifted into the night sky over Bailey Avenue. I'm sure the neighbors liked it. It was my first exposure to Mary Jane, and you, you don't forget the smell. I, I knew the fuzz was going to arrest all of us teenagers right there. Don't know if we've seen the end of the big concerts, at least for now, I know we have. Uh, but those super groups, they're gone. These days, all we can do is play their albums or CDs if we still have them. Of course, we might play them a little extra loud where the neighbors can hear them. <laughs> At least I do. Hey, thanks for listening to uh, our podcast. We'll check you later, hopefully.